0: I also wanted to go over John Morant and his court case right now. And we know that we know that he's due to come back to the NBA in a week and a suit up with the Grizzlies. He will be back. But right now he's in a hearing which will decide whether or not this lawsuit filed against him will go through. So this is an immunity hearing, which the way I understand it is if there is not enough evidence to move forward with the actual lawsuit, the case will be dropped. So some of the back and forth between, (laughs) between the plaintiff's attorney and John Morant, hilarious. So this is the attorney for the guy suing John Morant. Her name is Rebecca Adelman. And she says to John Morant, you testified this basketball was a weapon, yes? Ja Morant says, yes. A lethal weapon, she asked? It hurt, Ja said. It hurt. And then they're going head-to-head, and Morant had testified that when the guy pulled up his shorts, when they were checking the basketball, and they were checking the shorts or checking the basketball, the guy pulls up his shorts, John Morant says him pulling up his shorts where I'm from. That's a fighting stance. If you pull up your shorts, get ready to rumble. So he thought a basketball was maybe a lethal weapon. And then when he saw someone pull up his shorts, he thought this guy's ready to throw down. This is pretty ridiculous.
1: Do you think you could kill somebody with a basketball? I don't think you could. Like, no. it would take a real badass to kill somebody with a basketball. Because wouldn't it just bounce off your head? Like, it would hurt. But <laughs> we've seen, like, bloopers from the NBA. Like, you know the ones I'm talking about where there's, like, a yes. lady sitting in the stands eating popcorn. And there's a stray pass that just hits her in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's died yeah. from that, right?
0: I mean, if you want to repeatedly hit someone in the head with a basketball like 85 times, I guess you could probably kill them with a basketball. But throwing a basketball, hitting someone in the side of the face is fine. I just love that John Morant (laughs) thought that this basketball might be a lethal weapon. It might be. It hurt. Could be a lethal weapon. That is so. This whole thing is bizarre that it that it manifests from a pickup game in John Morant's driveway Against a teenager. That's just crazy to me. But that's where we are in this testimony. You were talking about it yesterday. Where there was what 20-25 minutes. Explaining to everyone. Pick up basketball. And the rules of checking the basketball. And if you score you get it back. And So that everyone would understand the context. So that when this guy throws the ball at Ja. And then pulls his shorts up. Well a fight was about to ensue. It's it's i know it's a serious topic here because Ja's been in a lot of trouble but also when you take a step back this is so dumb
1: it is so dumb doesn't it feel like maybe we need a one on one match with ja morant and draymond green since they're like both suspended and they both clearly like to fight <laughs> maybe they're yeah. made for each other and draymond in the cage like, right and ja morant would be saying well draymond was messing with his shorts He knew it was about to be on. (laughs) And Draymond Green's checking the basketball and just flips around with his arm be like, this is how I always turn around. That's not a foul. Because isn't that the biggest (laughs) point of contention in pickup basketball is when guys are like, that was a foul. And you're Mm -hmm. like, no, it wasn't. You're being soft. This is pickup basketball. Um, Who would win there? Has to be Ja Morant, right? Isn't he the more skilled offensive player?
0: If they're in the ring? One on one? Sean Green would destroy him. In the ring? In a, U- the court. In a UFC fight? In a UFC no, fight. One on one basketball. Oh. on no. basketball. I, Chelsea. No, let's get these guys in the octagon. Yes. Yeah. Please. Octagon. You know? I
1: was talking about pick I, I, up basketball.
0: N- well, <laughs> sure jaw would destroy draymond green because what would happen is jaw would score two points and then draymond would get john ja a headlock and then that would be the end of the game He'd get ejected. and it would be, He'd one be the first ever player
1: nothing. ejected from yes. the pickup basketball game
0: <laughs> i say i say draymond get out god already put these guys in the ring that's what needs to happen you know they dance around a little bit and all of a sudden draymond pulls up his shorts oh and here we go Hey, Draymond Green is ready to play. He has pulled up his shorts, and he and Ja are going to go at let these guys just get out all their aggression in the octagon. I would love to see that.
1: It does suck that two of the better NBA players are both suspended. Like, it couldn't be, like, middle-of-the-road players because from a Mm -hmm. watching standpoint, I do like watching Ja Morant play. And here in Nashville, like, the Grizzlies are the closest team. So he at least brought some kind of spark to Grizzlies basketball. Now, the spark is, you know, usually accompanied by a gun, which is the problem for John Morant. Um, but, but, like, that's been a problem for John Morant. So why can't these guys just figure it out? It's wild to me. Oh, wow. I know that star athletes have been put on a pedestal, and it just feels like the ultimate trump card is, if you are that good, people will continue mm-hmm. to give you chances. Isn't that the case with Draymond Green because he's so good when he's on the court, people are willing to put up with the headaches. And I feel Mm -hmm. like if there was one team that could maybe get through it, it would be with the warriors, a team that has uh, several veterans, a great head coach that is known for, you know, dealing with personalities, but the fact that he can't even thrive in golden state, like that's a problem. Like, is there a team that could handle Draymond Green? Like, remember in the NFL when you would say, okay, this receiver has mental Mm -hmm. problems or is kind of struggling off the field. You send him to the Patriots, and then he's great. Like, one would think that the Warriors are a team that can withstand some of the drama, but now it feels like they're at their tipping point. I don't think they're a good enough team Mm -hmm. to where they can withstand the loss of Draymond Green anymore.
0: They're not. Even with Draymond, they were struggling. So they certainly can't have... A piece of that championship puzzle, or what used to be a championship puzzle, taken away. And I am glad the NBA stepped up here. I am so, I have been sick of Draymond Green for years. There's nothing worse than a guy who wants to be a tough guy, but who doesn't play the game the right way. You can be a tough guy, you can be a physical player, and not be a dirty player. And Draymond Green, how many times have we seen him? kick someone in the groin, or give someone an elbow. They put Rudy Gobert in a headlock, and then the, I was just trying to sell the foul. No, you weren't. You swung your arm around and hit Yusuf Nurkic in the face. And so it is about time, long past time, that the NBA stepped up and said, this is unacceptable. We've given you chance after chance. The Warriors have given him chance after chance. The Warriors themselves, Steph has said, Steve Kerr has said, This is hurting us. We need Draymond. So what does this tell you about Draymond Green? It tells you he is a selfish player. Because at the end of the day, this is not about you and trying to prove something or who you think you need to be on the court. This is about trying to win basketball games. He has hurt his team before, did it in the finals in, what, 2016? He's done it in the regular season many times since then, and he's doing it again. But he deserves it. This is his own fault.
1: Okay, so we had an all-time take yesterday. I think it was from Stephen A. Smith, who I will say Uh is a great takesman, but the take was this. Uh Some of this falls on Steph Curry's leadership. Do you think that's true? That Steph Curry should be stepping in at some point? I would say if this was a rookie player and Steph could, you know, kind of, I don't know. I don't even think that's his job, though. Like, do you think this falls on the shoulders of Steph Curry But, like, if Draymond Green's not listening to the head coach, if he's not listening to the suspensions from the NBA, he just feels like a problem child where sometimes the child is just the problem. Like, it's, again, it reverts back to parenting. Like, when you do everything you can possibly do, like, I guess sometimes it just falls on the child. Do you think any of this falls on Steph Curry?
0: No, I think it's a terrible take, and this is why I do not listen to Stephen A. Smith ever. This has nothing to do with Steph Curry. Nothing, nothing. I, I, I hate hot takes men. I don't hate. Listen, it, it drives me crazy. I don't find it to be authentic. This has nothing to do with Steph Curry. Draymond Green is a grown ass man. What is Steph Curry going? What can he do? Steve Curry has called out Draymond and talked to him. So is Steph. But at the end of the day, you're not going to control a guy who has proven throughout his career. He can't be controlled. You were just saying if he goes to another team can they control No, this is who he Hell is no. and he's not a young and he's not a young guy. It's not it's not like this is a guy who just came out of Michigan State, he's still learning the game, learning to control his emotions. He's in the back end of his career. This is who he is. He needs actual counseling. That's what he needs, honestly. In fact, the Warriors GM, Mike Dunleavy Jr. and Draymond and Draymond's agent are getting together today and they're going to talk about Draymond getting counseling, moving forward and a path for him to get back to the NBA. What Steph Curry is a counselor now? You know, you know whose fault this is? It's Steph Curry's. I know that that Draymond needs therapy and Steph plays basketball, but it's Steph's job to make sure Draymond gets his head right. They've tried. This he needs actual help and that's not Steph Curry's job.
1: Yeah, that sounds like an intervention that's going to be taking place. And, like, I feel like that's kind of what Draymond needs. He's 33. He is not 25. Because sometimes you look at these young players who are entering the NBA and you say, okay, I wasn't making the best decisions at age 19, age 20. But at 33, when this has been a pattern and it does not seem to be going away, that's when the red flags really come to the surface that something Mm -hmm. needs to be done about Draymond. And it's sad because he was and is such a good basketball player. But in the meantime, it's wild to me that the Warriors are still up there when it comes to the futures market. Like this is not a team I want to buy stock in, right?
0: No, the Warriors run is over. It happens to the best of them. They have been a dynasty, but right now they're just getting by on reputation this is just not a great basketball team. Look at, look at Clay Thompson, for example. First of all, Draymond's going to be out indefinitely. Steph is still Steph, but Clay Thompson was benched the other night. They might. He, he's turning down a contract offer. He had seven points. He's struggling. We've heard trade rumors. So there was a time, yes, when Steph has always been a superstar. Clay was a superstar, but now he's just kind of lost his juice. I don't know what's going on with him. Draymond just cannot get right. He can't control his emotions. I mean, they're kind of a mess right now, and they're getting older. So Chris Paul on the roster? There's just a bunch of aging guys who don't have any chemistry, and so I would not put any money on the Warriors at all. They have a losing record right now, and it's sort of like maybe this isn't the best best comparison I don't know if I want to make this comparison but it's almost like the Chiefs the Chiefs are are still a very good football team but it's it's pretty clear there's a few cracks and they're not the dominant force that they used to be so I can see a situation where maybe in a couple of years if they don't make the right roster moves they fall off a little bit even though Patrick Mahomes is going to be Patrick Mahomes and we're seeing this with the Warriors where Steph is still Steph But they they've also got some cracks. They're getting older and they haven't made the right moves personnel wise. And so I would stay away from Golden State at all costs.
1: Yeah, I think Golden State is clearly further along in the progression, though, like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl recently. So I get what you're saying, but maybe just like in the earlier stages of it. Okay, so let's put our money where our mouth is. So the Warriors are playing tonight. They're getting five and a half on the road to the Clippers, which I should say Kawhi Leonard has been playing inspired basketball lately, which is Mm -hmm. not something that he always does. 41, 34, and 31 points in each of his last three games. So are we taking the Clippers tonight?
0: The Clips? Hating the Warriors? Yeah, I think you probably have to, right? I don't – my problem is I don't like the Clippers and – so I, I think you have to fade the Warriors in this spot. I can't imagine them keeping pace with the Clippers, but they are playing good basketball. I just don't like the Clippers. This is where my personal bias comes in. That's my problem.
1: <gasps> it does feel like the right side, though. Kawhi Leonard's playing great. As long as he plays, right. maybe that's yeah. the question.
0: When That's always the question in the NBA and with the Clippers, but I think you're right about that.